Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone. And tonight, we're talking about creating pleasure targets for the new year. And I know a lot of people talk about creating resolutions for the new year, creating all kinds of things for the next year. Um, you know, sometimes even just looking at what they would like their next year to look like or be like. And I'm taking it down to the nitty-gritties of pleasure and what is pleasure, and how can we have more of it, because wouldn't it just be fun to have way more pleasure than, well, I'd say like 99.9% of us are having? I think it'd be way more pleasurable. In my daily practice, I work with people all the time around their bodies, around health issues. I also do sex and intimacy coaching, as well as working with people with their bodies uh, on an energetic level, as well as a physical level. And lately, there's been a lot of people coming with uh, complaints that they're feeling congestion in general, and it's not just the season, but there's a congested energy going on. And there's also um, like a feeling of disconnection for a lot of people as well. So my target is to work with kind of some of the, the, the more common energies that are coming up right now and how we can look at how to transmute those into something that will be far more pleasurable. And if that includes some sex... And if that includes some intimacy, well, that's just an extra added bonus. <laughs> so what if actually all of your targets really could have this energy of pleasure that is combined with them so that all of the things that you are choosing and creating in your life do have pleasure with them? And for those of you who uh, listen to the ICN Inspired Choices Network in general, and you listen to different shows, you might want to check out the Inspired Choices show from last week, the December, uh, January 1st show. I think I was just uh, talking to Christine McIver, the host of that show and the CEO of the station, and she was saying that she's also did a show about pleasure targets. So uh, definitely check that out because the more, the more the merrier. How many more different ways can we look at adding more pleasure to our lives? And I think sometimes what we do is we really focus on what's not working for us. And it and it's, it just feels – so the episode for Christine McIver's uh, Inspired Choices Network show is called I Quit. So you can go to Inspired Choices Network and you can search that um, I Quit and you'll find her episode. I actually saw quite a few posts on social media about it. So it was um, up in the airs and uh, people were – really intrigued and uh, considering all the different ways that we quit on ourselves. I think that was one of the big messages that I saw coming across for quite a few people. So I love it. So what actually came out of it for her, she says that is she's choosing to do something pleasurable every day. And I think that's great. Just 
knowing that uh, you can choose something pleasurable every day is a lot of fun. And that's that's one way to start for sure. I think what what is also key to know is like where like what isn't pleasurable for you because we're so sometimes we're so aware of it and that's all we get stuck in. But sometimes when we actually list those things or we get them out of our minds by talking them out, we can start to move past them and not be so much in the loop of oh my God, I hate my this and I hate my that and why isn't my this better and why isn't my that better and blah, 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 blah. So if you can sit with that and instead of buying uh, into that your whole life is going to have to look like this uh, sort of, (laughs) there's a word that I love, it's anhedonia. It's like the lack of pleasure the lack of hedonism. So it's like you could get into the zone of anhedonia where everything is totally non-hedonistic, non-pleasurable, non-enjoyable. You could get in that zone and you can stay in it for a really long time. That energy becomes very familiar. And then we also bring that energy in too from other people. So you get things like pity parties and uh, you know, you might have like Debbie Downer who invites 20 of her friends to have a Debbie Downer reunion with you. So if you are looking to have more pleasure, it's just to consider what isn't pleasurable for you. So you can have it in your awareness and you can be really clear about it and know that you can choose different. It's really that ridiculously simple. And now we're going to spend the entire hour, this next 50 minutes, talking about what we can choose that will create greater pleasure. So for me, when I talk about pleasure, I talk about pleasure from a lot of different perspectives. And I've been interviewed on what my point of view about pleasure is. And quite frankly, my point of view about pleasure evolves all the time. And today when I'm talking about pleasure, I'd like to really break it down to how we experience joy of embodiment. And so that includes things with our body and how we sense things. So if you're missing a sense, for example, if you're deaf or if you're blind or if you don't have the ability to taste, then you may not um, have one of those senses that you can experience pleasure with in that way. But you probably have other heightened senses or maybe you've even developed senses that we're not even aware of yet. So what I encourage you to do is start to get familiar with some of the senses that you enjoy the most. For some people, they really love smells of things. So one of the things for pleasure targets would be, for example, to find and explore different scents that waken your body up, get it going, get it excited, get it happy, and start to bring those scents into your home, into your life. Some people are highly sensitive to scent, so that can also create issues. So just uh, having some awareness around, you know, if you have a, if you have a family member that is living with you that uh, has allergies, smells, and you're, you know, bringing in these smells that they're allergic to, that can create issues. So use your awareness by all means. It's not all about, uh, it is all about you, but it's also not all about you. So being aware of your environment is really helpful. So 
what are some ways that you can invite those scents into your life? So if you can't bring them into your home, maybe you can have them in your car if your car is more private for you. Maybe it can just be a scent that you have randomly that you might have on a swatch or something that you get to smell. And exploring what scents excite you. And I had a really uh, great, uh, kind of like a reading slash uh, energy slash uh, essences sense kind of a um, experience with uh, a friend of mine who creates personalized perfumes. And she has a great, um, I'll see if I can get the link from her. I don't know if she's still offering this. I don't want to name her name unless she's not offering this anymore. But um, she asks a lot of great questions about smells and how what smells evoke in you. So what are some smells that when in you know in your childhood that had you feel that um you know like either crying or sad or lonely or whatever so she would avoid the sense that would have you feel disconnected and she would bring in the sense that would have you feel really connected and for me one of my favorite scents is the smelling of the smelling of cuz i like the scent of smelling and kidding it was the scent of uh, chocolate chip cookies baking at my grandma's. And my grandma would make like the Toll House cookie chocolate chip recipe that was like on the back of the package, you know, so it's a, a pretty common recipe. There, she always put a little vanilla in it. It was the way that the vanilla and the chocolate smelled together while it baked. It was just, it's just my favorite. And still to this day, um, love, love the smell of baking especially chocolate chip cookies or like ginger cookies so i know that my body responds well to scents like uh, melted chocolate and it responds really well to vanilla and things like ginger but those smells they seem like they would be common smells that some people like but they might not be they might actually trigger some uh, memories for others. So scents can be very personal. So when we're talking about creating pleasure targets and we're maybe adding things to en- to uh, enhance or or bring out different sensations in our bodies, the scent uh, can be something so very, very personal that you might want to check with your people that you live with uh, or people that you work with so that you're not bringing up uh, traumas for them 24-7. Um, another scent that I really like the smell of is fresh burning cigars, which is so strange to me. Um, I have only one memory in my life of somebody who uh, burned, it was actually cigar, it was uh, pipes actually, it was fresh burning pipes. And I only have one memory of it and I was really little, I was like two, and there was a man in the town that I was uh, in at the time was with my mom and we were visiting somebody from the town that she grew up in and he turned a hundred and his name was Mr. Bross and he always smoked pipe and loved that smell. There's something very comforting about it. And, you know, for other people, they might smell it and they think of abuse or they might think of being harmed or they might think of poverty or fights. But for me, it was pleasant. It was a party and I didn't smell cigars that often in my life So or tobacco burning like in a pipe. So it was a very different smell than cigarettes, which would throw me off and make me want to hit people. So very different reaction to a very similar sort of situation. 
So for you, it can just be a lot of fun exploring, like what are some of the scents that I can add to my life, to my day, to my week, to my month, whatever, to my home, my car, my body, that would add more pleasure, that would increase my pleasure. That like even having that scent in your environment and knowing that it's available for you to sniff any time is kind of like sneaky little naughty thing that you've got hiding around that you're like, mm, I'm going to go smell that scent. And and for me, that perfume that I got from my friend, it has like 20 different smells in it and there's undertones and overtones and it's so cool. And every once in a while, I just like to sniff it. It's just so great. And um, it's a very much a smell that I would say is unique to me. Um, there's like amber in it and there's uh, different interesting medicinal resins in it and chocolate in it and uh, very unique and I think there's oranges in it and it sounds weird but it's for me it just makes me happy so be willing to go to the weird wacky and wild areas of scent you know maybe you're somebody who really loves the smell of cabbage rolls so making them and having them in your environment by the way I do love the smell of, of cabbage rolls in the oven um, can also have you feel pretty happy so knowing that and knowing the ones that create a version for you as well because sometimes we just don't think about it and uh, like my friend is saying in the chat room she loves the smell of turkey and sometimes those smells just bring back so many memories of love or connection or so when you're feeling for example a sense of anhedonia a lack of pleasure completely you could probably have your body remember, and I say probably because the chances are really high, have your body remember pleasure and joy by just having those scents around you. So having that sort of knowing and having this list for you that you can tap into so that you can look at it and go, I wonder if it's a scent that I could, you know, t- you know, utilize today to add more pleasure for my to achieve my pleasure targets for the day or for the week or the month or the year? What are some of the things that I can add to my life that are going to increase my pleasure so that my pleasure targets can be met? And to really look at, you know, what are those pleasure targets as well? But we're going to get to that. I'd really like you to get into the mode of looking at how much your senses have an impact on your pleasure and how you can become really clear and aware of which ones work for you and which ones don't. So you can even travel with some of these smells so that if you're feeling sad or you're feeling lonely, you've got your smells with you that will bring you back to a feeling of being loved or being um, respected or different sensations that will have you feel happier. So just something to play with and consider. And uh, so... Yeah, kind of go, you know, if you haven't done this yet, go grab yourself a little book so you can start writing and you might get inspired. But if you're driving, don't bother. You can write later. But if you feel inspired, start writing down some ideas so that you have them. You can gather up your kit, your pleasure kit for the year so that you're prepared to add more pleasure to your life. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? 
Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. And today we're talking about our pleasure targets for the new year. And I wanted to get you guys started off with my sort of awareness on uh, this moment on what pleasure is and how to have more joy of embodiment and how our bodies receive pleasure is through our senses. It's our bodies that receive pleasure. Our beings are like, we're, yeah, existing. And we're, we actually receive pleasure through um, sensation in our body. So we're looking at all the different ways that we receive pleasure. And I wanted to start with our very basic. Something in those areas. So. Even if you're missing one completely, you're going to have something that works for you. So we started off with scent because scent is one of those things that carries a lot of memories. And scent is also one of those things when people talk about uh, their memories from their childhood, a lot of times even in different uh, behavioral therapies or psychological uh, therapeutic approaches, they will ask you, like, what is the your memory of your very first smell? And they can kind of gauge by that what's actually going on for people. So you can gauge things like maybe there was a trauma going on at the time when you smelled a certain smell, like maybe smoke was going, a scent of smoke was going off and your house was on fire and you were like two years old and you had to wait for somebody to rescue you or something. So there can be those things that can trigger a lot of um, memories and thoughts. And 
So scent is one of those really big ones. And we also use scent from day one when we're born uh, to smell our moms or smell who our parents are. It's a familiarity smell that we get. And, you know, even if you're adopted from birth, you will become familiar with your caretaker's smell. And that smell is what we usually trust to know who's who and who's family because our family we kind of all smell a little bit like each other. For one, we're probably living in the same houses, and so we have a scent that's very familiar, and there's a sort of a comfort uh, of knowing, or a familiarity, which might not be comfort, it could be fear, but there's a familiarity that comes from scents that we uh, are around from childhood. And so for me, like I was mentioning, I had I have a thing that I really love the smell of, chocolate chip cookies where the melted chocolate and the vanilla smells so good it makes my body so happy and even though we're talking on the pleasure zone tonight and the pleasure zone we know it's usually like it's all about sex and different angles and different dangles and different ways to get it on and get it wet and get it these are also ways to turn on your body that can actually create orgasmic energies in your body in the simplest way before break, I invited you guys to create a list of the smells that bring you joy so that when you are feeling a lack of joy or you're feeling down or you're feeling like the poop is hitting the fan and it's not very fun, the one thing that can be really easy to do is get a scent that you feel uh, evokes happiness in your body and joy and awakens you up and livens you up. Bring that in and utilize it. And, I, and I'm and i not going with like traditional smells of go get some peppermint because for some people, peppermint might throw them off. It's what scents work for you. This is your own personalized aromatherapy for what works for you, not the textbook theories on what works for you. Um, I actually have a, a friends who have like if I put four of my friends in the same room and we talked about lavender, I would get four different responses to how they feel about lavender. One can't stand it. One stays awake from it. One wants to punch people when they smell it. So there is a gamut of responses to different smells. So trust what you know, not what the books are telling you. So we started off with scent and we're going to move on to our other senses. In a very similar way, I'd like you to look at things like your sight. What, when you look at visually, gets your body happy, excited, and stoked? we got pleasure targets we want to fulfill. So if you're looking around your room or your home and there are things that just make you go, Ugh, you might want to shift them up. I actually came home tonight to my living room having some plants moved around and it just feels so nice. Like Every once in a while, there's a little shift of energy and things move and so what will assist you when you look at it to feel and sense more pleasure in your body? For one thing, we can look at things that are really obvious. Pornography and looking at different things that are actually sex-oriented, sex that are meant to stimulate, that are there on purpose to get you aroused. Now, we can become desensitized to this stuff over time. You know, you see the basically virtually the same boob and the same boob shape over and over and over again in penthouse or something, and you're like, oh, there's the same boob. So it might be about bringing in some variety. 
And um, my friend Rhonda, who's in the chat room right now, she's saying that she can't get over how much her new office arrangement has turned her and her body on. And it's weird, but it's true. Sometimes the little shift will get you revved. And you're like, wow, I'm having an orgasm looking at my space. Actually, she's put pictures of her office on uh, on Facebook, and I was feeling orgasmic. I'm like, wow, look at all the space. Look at the invitation. This is beautiful. So it's wild how much space can change and open up. Um, a friend of mine who owns the spa that I work at up in Toronto, uh, they rearranged their space last year from one floor to another, and everybody who comes in now, who sees the new space from the last year, they all are like, wow, this is so different. It's beautiful. Even though it's smaller, it feels more open. It feels more cozy. It feels more like like, uh, like a really lovely uh, upscale boutique salon. And it feels like private. And like everybody wants to be in there and they just want to be just them as if they are gods for the day. And it's such a cool invitation for people because they feel like special when they're in there. So if that's the kind of feeling that you like to create in your space and in your home, all it sometimes takes is a little rearrangement and movement so that when you look at things visually, it evokes something different in your body. So anything from the color of the paint on your wall to just different paintings and you know who's great at knowing this stuff is my friend Lisa Bennett who has a show on this uh, station as well and she works with spaces her show is creating conscious spaces and she is phenomenal at um, or actually that 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 is the title of her show I think infinite energies is her show name but she has courses and classes called creating conscious spaces and she works uh, with her intuitive abilities and her consciousness and her tool of consciousness to uh, tap into spaces and change them and rearrange them and create more bliss with them for sure. So if you're not sure how to do it and you need facilitation, find Lisa on the Inspired Choices Network contactor and um, find out what she can assist you with to rearrange your, your space to have more joy and ease and bliss and pleasure She's so good at it. She can do it anywhere in the world. So when we look at what else turns us on, I was talking about some of the obvious. Some of the obvious things like pornography have been created to try and turn us on. And sometimes that just gets to a point where it becomes uh, redundant and all the same, and then you become desensitized and actually your body might also respond in a desensitized manner where it's like we got to up the ante we got to up the ante we need more pornography we need more um, stuff to get aroused right so you might want to look around to find what you would put out in your room that would arouse you and at the same time, not have you have to push to uh, to find that adrenaline rush over and over again. Like, we need something deeper and more this or more that. So sometimes even taking the artistic approach to uh, having nude, beautiful bodies in your home, whether they're statues or whether they're paintings or maybe even do a painting of yourself in the nude and put that up and see what that feels like. So... These are some ideas I'm just kind of slipping in there for you guys to get how you can add more pleasure to your life. And 
you know, the idea of creating your own painting of yourself nude, it's irrelevant if you're a painter or not. When you get in front of a mirror and you get those paints out and you could do like something that's so abstract and incredible, I bet you it'll bring you pleasure. And then every time you look at it, that's your body turning you on. And that energy is going to be totally expansive and playful and fun. So we're talking about the visuals. We talked about the way that we um, smell and things that we hear. What are some things that are pleasurable for you to hear? Do you like certain kinds of music? Do you, are certain pitches of sound very obnoxious to you? So those are turn-offs and some are a turn-on, inviting those sounds into your space, your home all of those things can be so easy and they're at your fingertips. But if you forget them, because maybe you have a tendency to fall into uh, the trap of sadness or depression or something like that, and that happens, if you feel like that happens to you more often than not, please make yourself a list so that you can go back to it and remember, these smells make me, bring me joy. These things to look at bring me joy. These things to here, I listen to you. These bring me joy. Okay, cool. Bring in one of those and see what shows up. Because your body, if it's feeling sad or not having joy or not having pleasure, is actually probably because there's some kind of uh, repetitive energy that's the exact opposite of what you like. It's pretty much that simple. So if you're not having pleasure, you got to look at what would bring you. First of all, what is it about that that's not giving you pleasure? Become aware of it. And then now you can start choosing something different. It's usually when you identify it and you say it out loud or write it down. You're like, wow, that, whatever that is about that, that noise reminds me of when so-and-so beat so-and-so up. Then you might go, okay, that noise doesn't work for me. But I like this other noise that sounds more like erotic banking. I like that, but I don't like the other one. So you might like some noises or sounds that you weren't um, even aware of until you start to look at them, write them down, or or even say them. And if you feel like you need to do true confessions with somebody or even go through this as a process with someone, you can always contact me and I will give you a gift of a 15-minute session so that we can do an exploration, see if you actually enjoy working with me on levels of sex and intimacy and exploring that and looking at future possibilities to create some more pleasure in your life. So we're going to talk more about pleasure and pleasure targets for the new year you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this break. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money? Copulating for consciousness? 
and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.malitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. Today we're talking about having some pleasure targets for the new year, which is a little different than like looking at your life in general and going, I'd like to have this. And I'd like to have a lot of times we're creating uh, sort of New Year's resolutions or ideas for our new year based on what we lack. And what I'm trying to invite you to is to have your body experience joy so that you can realize and know that it's so available all the time and there is no lack. Your body has the ability to experience so much more joy than you probably are experiencing. And all those other things that go fall into the lack department, they start to show up when your body is resonating joy. They just find their way to you. It's amazing and mysterious and true. So when your body is not resonating joy, it can sometimes fall to Funkyville. And I know both of those to be true. So what are some things that you would like that you are aware of that evoke joy in your body. And my friend Rhonda was saying that for her, one of the things she loves to do is, and that her body is feeling like it would like to do or needs to do is go in the wild with some big, powerful drums more often and drum it up. And do you get how that seems so simple yet it's such, it's, it can be such uh, a way to evoke pleasure in your body when you look at musicians on stage, I've seen some of them go into what appears to be like trances, orgasmic trances. And sometimes, yes, they're on drugs and these things are induced. And sometimes they're not. They're just in a trance-like state of joy and their bodies are having a, an intense experience. So maybe even if you're not a professional musician, maybe your body would just like to feel an instrument and my body has a thing like a really deep love for cellos and I got to borrow one once and I was just really afraid to break it. But uh, when I see cellos, it's like my whole world opens up and I'm like so excited and I feel the same way about glass blowing. I would say that for me, watching glass blowing is probably 10 times more erotic than watching some people have sex in pornography. And, there is, I could watch it for hours and my body is joyful, happy and turned on and I just want to like be in it and part of it. And so 
what if it's not always what you think it is? What if having more pleasure and having pleasure targets isn't about like, I'm going to watch three porns a day and have three orgasms, or I'm going to get myself the next issue of Hustler or whatever it is. Yes, those can be part of it. If you've never experimented with that and you'd like to try, I encourage you to test out everything because you might find great pleasure in things. I also encourage you to look at the things that when you think of them, get you so excited that your heart starts to race and you start to get really excited and turned on. So between glass blowing, touching cellos, and also I love puppets and they excite me more than any, not more than anything. They excite me a lot. And I, you know, so some growing ups go out and buy lots of sex toys. I'm a fan of sex toys. I sell sex toys. But my most fun thing to buy is puppets, and they bring me great joy. And yet, I know this is like the sexy hour, and what I'm trying to tell you guys and gift you guys is the idea that everything and anything can wake your body up to more pleasure. It is not about having your genitals be the source of pleasure, although absolutely having your genitals turned on can contribute to that. So noticing, too, when you when you are excited by certain things, like for example, me and glass blowing, it's a full body experience for me. So there's not one part of me that's not included in watching glass blowing that isn't like, holy crap, that is the sexiest thing of all time. And I've even taken classes in it because I found it so freaking erotic. It was kind of for me, um, the equivalent of like going in and learning how to give a good blow job was for me like, this, the equivalent was like going in and learning how to blow glass. And it was like, damn, that was the possibly sexiest class I ever took in my life. And I've taken intimate sex and intimacy courses where I got to watch lots of people having sex all the time. And I've had that. I've had that experience. And yet there are still some things that I find even more erotic than people having sex. So what are those for you? And this is truly the exploration is to... To we're not excluding sex, but we're not making it exclusive either. Like it's not only about sex and it's not about excluding other things. So how can we invite more and more things into our lives that have us so joyfully turned on? I have a few friends who ride horses and um, when they're riding, you know, the connection between them and the horse just has them and their bodies so joyful that it's pretty much on par with like orgasmic energy. It doesn't mean that they're copulating with horses. It just means that they're really connected and alive and aware and present and their body is turned on. And that, I think, is one of the most delightful things to know is that it can be so simple. So we talked about three senses. We talked about how we can use our smell, we can use our sight, and how we can use our hearing. And what I haven't mentioned yet is taste and touch. And sometimes those are some of the most obvious ones, right? You know, I think too, I just want to add to the listening to, sometimes one of the the sexiest things you can hear is somebody actually saying your name, or whether it's like saying your name when you're having sex, or just saying your name and being present with you can be like, and it's actually listed as one of the most erotic things for people to hear, um, which was something that I got in the research on my sex and intimacy coaching course was 
but they did talk about how for a lot of people hearing their own name is one of the, the like really erotic triggers for hearing so isn't that neat so taste and touch such fun areas so common things that we would identify with pleasure because we think of pleasure and we think usually of touch is our one of our first things or we think of pleasure as something that we feel in our mouths like probably we think that pleasure in our mouth is going to be oral sex and I'd actually brought this up to one of my clients the other day um, and she I said to her her uh, you know what what kind of pleasures can you have with your mouth or with your senses and she was and her response to me was well, I haven't had a partner for years. And I said, okay, well, what if we can start really simple, but it's not about having oral sex. What if we can start simple about you enjoying putting things in your mouth, even like food, instead of making it a chore like, oh, I have to eat, this is my job or I die. What if you can have an erotic, sensual experience with your food? You can use all your sense with your food as well, but when it comes to putting it in your mouth, what if you could really feel it, feel the temperature, feel how when you have food in your mouth, how the scent goes through your upper palate and into your nose and how certain flavors like spices or sweets hit your mouth in different places, how those foods, when you're chewing them, change in texture, change in flavor, and then when you swallow, like, what does that feel like in your body? And that can be a really quite an erotic experience. And it invites your body into perceiving so many more nuances so that when you do go to choose to have a partner, whether it's having oral sex with them or, you know, whether it's just having a, a lick their body festival, you're going to find that the nuances of different flavors and tastes really come up so you'll probably find that the taste of their back tastes very different than their neck and it might be such an amazing erotic adventure for your your pleasure senses to just be like kicking in and all of a sudden your your tongue is guiding you on a whole new Pass that you maybe never even explored before and you're like, wow, why am I licking this area? This is so weird, but I love it and this is so fun. And then touch is one of our other great ones that we generally associate with pleasure because we think of holding hands as pleasurable or touching each other's bodies as pleasurable or that touch is required for that and that's really why I wanted to start with some of the other ones so that you can get how vital they are to our survival even initially, that sense of smell to know who's safe for us, who gives us food and all those sorts of things. And touch is essential as well. And we know that without touch, people don't thrive as well, even as children and even as adults. We often look at it as babies being neglected, but we have adults who are being neglected and touches such a contribution to increasing pleasure. And it's such a common one. It's so common that we often neglect it. It's bizarre, isn't it? So who, you know, who would be fun to touch? And definitely ask permission. And would you even enjoy touching your own body? Or is that something taboo for you? Would you enjoy being touched by somebody else? There's some pretty neat things out in the world that you can 
join if you're on your own and you don't have a partner that you can enjoy touch with. There are things like cuddle um, cuddle events that you can join. I know that in the Toronto area, which I assume is also probably in a lot of um, bigger cities, you can go on to meetup.com and you can find things like cuddle groups. And usually there's somebody that is leading them that's a facilitator that makes sure that there's uh, safety involved and there's protocol to how you invite somebody into being cuddled and the no-fly zones and all of that to just keep it um, to cuddling in a non-sexual manner. And what I know is that it can be such a gift. So if your body is craving the cuddling and you're thinking that you're one of your pleasure targets for the year is to receive more touch, that is such a great way to be introduced into that. And there are also um, ways to get cuddle sessions for sure. So that's something that you can research and look into. And sometimes it's just touch and having some body work done or having your body um, just allowed to gift and receive energies. So uh, people like me who do energy work and body work can be a contribution to that as well. Lots of great ways to explore touch. We are going to get into a little bit of the naughty zone in the last few minutes of the show because I'd like to invite you guys into something a little different. On top of knowing all your senses, having kind of your list available in case you start to go in the funky sad zone, which happens to every single one of us once in a while. You have your list available so that you can tap into that and know what will evoke some joy, happiness, and pleasure in your body. Okay, so remember to get those lists going. And we're going to talk about some of the more fun, uh, naughty kind of things you can add to your life. Just some ideas. Just going to throw some ideas out there at you and see which ones spark your interest. But we're going to do that after the commercial break. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time? For a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., Call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone tonight on Inspired Choices Network, and we're talking about pleasure targets for the new year. 
And I wanted to start you off with sen- all your senses and just being aware of how all of and any of them can add more pleasure to your life. Now for the fun part, even more fun part, is where we're going to explore some things that maybe you've been avoiding. So in the next year, over the next year, I encourage you every month, and you can make a list now so that every month you can stay on target. And if you need to be accountable, you can contact me and we can do some accountability. And you can find me on my website, melitzajelenik.com, or on social media, friend me and explain to me why you're friending me or else I'll just ignore it. Um, So I encourage you to, every month, find something that you find both interesting, outrageous, totally sexy, and totally something that you would like to choose, but you've avoiding, just been avoiding choosing it and avoiding choosing it. So I have one that's on my list. My pleasure, One of my pleasure targets for the year is to go to a live sex show. So that's my one of my targets for the next year, and I think that would be so fun. And I actually live... Uh, in a province right beside Quebec. And in Montreal, where uh, Montreal's in Quebec, Ontario, Canada, there is a well-known fact that uh, there are many places to go where you can watch a live sex show. And to me, it's a little different than like watching videos. So I'm just curious. I have never experienced it. And there, that's one thing on my pleasure target list to uh, and my totally kink side wants to experience that. And then there are some other things. So I'm just giving you guys ideas. Now, maybe there's an idea that maybe you would like to go with your partner to a strip show, or maybe you'd like to do some things like start to explore some kink areas that you've never opened up to before. Maybe you have a little secret hidden desire for some spanking and you'd like to invite that in. You can even pick a month that works for you. Maybe May is the month for spanking. Or September and spanking. They seem to go together, S&S. You could do something fun, like for every month, if there's a letter that, you know, if you've got January, maybe you can have uh, a pleasure that matches the month's letter. Um, that one I'm trying to think of, like January, like what would that be? There's a couple other J's in there that I just kind of, what would it be? Maybe it's like, I don't know, I can't think of one right now. So maybe you are in a position where you're looking to open up your marriage or your relationship or your loveship, and maybe this is the year for exploring going out into the world and uh, being part of some swingers clubs or swingers groups or being invited to some parties that are like private swinger parties. I think that 2020 seems like a really fun year to go out and add pleasure every month. So if you're looking to add pleasure toys to your life, you can connect with me. I can guide you through what different toys do and what ones might work best for you. And I have access to some pretty amazing sex toys and there are some amazing ones that are available this year. It's a really, it's, I'm really excited to see what toys come out in 2020 because some of the ones I've been seeing by Pure Romance, which is the company I'm affiliated with, are really cool, like touch technology where you touch it and it changes. It's just so neat. 
it's really fun to see how uh, we can even use things like technology to add pleasure to our lives. Where a lot of times we're looking at technology as is becoming more and more destructive in ways to disconnect with people, I'm looking at things like sex toys and ways that we can reconnect with each other and have more fun, utilize technology to its uh, some of, to our advantage for more pleasure. And then I look at things too, like maybe there's an exploration of so many different areas that we've never experienced. Maybe you've actually never even had a relationship and this might be your year to go out and have your first date or your year to have the first time you've gifted oral sex. Not everybody has been having sex forever and not everybody has a a litany of things that they've actually enjoyed or tried or done. So your list might be simple and that's okay. So if your list is as simple as I'd really like to hold hands with somebody of the same sex, maybe you're just ready to explore some same same sex or same gender playtime. Maybe you'd like to explore even more unique gender experiences. I think it would be a lot of fun for you to start to just even acknowledge it. Whether you get to follow through this year or not, the fun thing is acknowledging that, oh, you know what? I'd actually really kind of like to try this out. That could be fun. Again, it's not always about having to follow through, but some of your targets will be really probably easy for you to follow through. And please do make some targets that are easy for you to follow through so that at the end of each month, you can look back on your pleasure targets and realize that you're hitting those targets like a pro. You've got that bow and arrow out and you are striking those targets down and you're going to even probably find that some of your targets shift. Like you might have a target for holding somebody's hand and then it elevated in five minutes to uh, mutual masturbation and you're like, wow, that went fast, you know. So some of your pleasure targets might get enhanced and advanced really fast just by you saying yes to them. So please create some targets. Please look at all the things you'd like to choose, even if they seem off, you know, out of uh, left field and crazy. Put them on your list. Explore your options. Try and also create an easy way for you to have them show up in your life. So, you know, sex on an airplane and you can't get on an airplane might be tricky. So let's make them realistic. Until then, I'll see you guys next week. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.